Good morning from the newsroom of the Financial Times. Today is Friday, March 13th, and this is your FT News Briefing. U.S. stocks had their worst day in 30 years, despite a promise by the Federal Reserve to pump trillions of dollars into the financial system. And airlines are asking for immediate government assistance as Donald Trump's European travel ban threatens an industry already in trouble. Plus, could the fallout from the coronavirus trigger a corporate debt crisis? The FT's U.S. business editor, Andrew Edgecliff-Johnson, will tell us what's at risk. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. On Thursday, U.S. stocks dropped nearly 10 percent, the biggest drop since the market crash of 1987. In Europe, equity shed a tenth of their value, while London's FTSE 100 fell 11 percent. It was a dramatic investor response to escalating fears of a global recession and severe credit crunch, as well as national lockdowns as a result of coronavirus. This followed President Trump's announcement on Wednesday night of a 30-day ban on non-Americans traveling to the U.S. from Europe. It was part of a supposed attempt to contain the outbreak. Earlier on Thursday, the Federal Reserve said it would pump trillions of dollars into the financial system in a vain attempt to ease the stresses showing up in the short-term lending markets. The FT's U.S. economics editor, Brendan Greeley, explains. So the simplest way of describing what happened on Thursday morning was that people were having difficulty finding a price for treasuries. To give you an idea of how profound that is, treasury is the bedrock of global financial markets. It's the one that's always referred to as the most liquid and deepest security, meaning you can always buy one, you can always sell one, someone will always give you a price for treasury. And traders were finding that they couldn't get a price. There are a couple of reasons why that might have been. One of them is, you know, high-speed traders have been providing the liquidity. They've been sort of, they've been both buyers and sellers of treasuries. Uh, And so when we got these unbelievable market moves that we've gotten over the last week, uh, swings up and down, just sort of rapid descents, rapid ascents, the algorithms freaked out and they were no longer able to provide the liquidity, you know, the ability to buy and sell that they had before. And all of this led to general realizations kind of starting uh, on Wednesday evening, but becoming apparent in markets on Thursday morning. The unthinkable was happening. It was becoming difficult to find a price for the most liquid security there is. So by midday, the Fed intervened to address what it called highly unusual disruptions in Treasury finance markets. Explain what the Fed did, Brendan. So the Fed has been doing repo. What that is, is the Fed takes your treasury and gives you a cash deposit, the Fed, a reserve, an incredibly valuable form of of, of money. They had been doing it overnight to make sure that companies could sort of meet their overnight funding needs. They did two things. One is that they extended the terms of that. They offered one month and three month. So the companies are okay. They're funded for a month or three months. They can sort of get through not just the next day, but the, the, the next period. They did something else, though, which is even more important, which is that they increased the amounts by an overwhelming number. (laughs) So the total they're offering every week is a trillion dollars. That's a big number. I got the impression that they they weren't looking specifically at the exact amount that they needed to be able to provide. I think they wanted to provide such an overwhelming amount that nobody had to worry about any kind of funding. It was going to be available no matter what. It did one other thing, though, which was interesting, which is that it changed the composition of the treasuries that it was buying. It had been buying T-bills very short dated treasuries. And then it started buying longer dated treasuries as well, which means that it wants to be there as a buyer, no matter which kind of treasury you're holding, a 10-year, a five-year, whatever it is that you have, you can find a, a, a buyer for that in the Fed. And that means that the Fed is willing to be what's called a market maker, to stand in the middle of a trade and say, okay, listen, if you're if, if you are selling a treasury, we will buy it. And that allows 
price discovery that allows you to figure out what the price of a treasury is. And again, if you can discover what the price is on a treasury, then it becomes easier, though not trivial, but it becomes easier to value other assets as well in a time when everybody's just rapidly repricing everything and nobody knows what's going to happen next. What happens next? That's a question airline executives are asking now. Share prices across the aviation sector tumbled on Thursday following the news of Donald Trump's travel ban. The industry has come under acute pressure as businesses cut travel and regions enter lockdown in an effort to contain coronavirus. And now airlines are asking governments for immediate help. The trade body Airlines for Europe, or A4E, represents airlines including Lufthansa and Air France KLM. It's calling for airport slot rules to be temporarily suspended. These are strict rules that require an airline to use their slots 80% of the time, or they risk losing them. A4E is also calling for a delay to new aviation taxes at EU and national level, and a change to Europe's air passenger compensation rules. This would be to limit the financial liability of airlines in extraordinary circumstances, like this one. Analysts said that the U.S. ban would have a devastating effect on airlines. The restriction would hit 3,500 flights a week and as many as 800,000 passengers. And here's a closer look at a story we're following. In the years since the 2008 global financial crisis, there has been a huge expansion of corporate debt. Low interest rates made the cost of borrowing fairly cheap. The total global stock of corporate bonds outside the financial sector now, according to the OECD, is $13.5 trillion as of the end of last year. And that's roughly double where it stood in 2008 when the world was going through the financial crisis. That's the FT's U.S. business editor, Andrew Edgecliff Johnson. We call him Edge. Economists have been warning about the risk of this debt buildup over the years. But those warnings have come into focus this week as investors worry about a coronavirus-induced downturn. So a sharp change of attitude from investors is the way I would summarize it. We've had investors who've been starved of yield from, safe government bonds over the last decade or so, who saw lending to companies as a way to juice their returns rather than a riskier thing to do. And so you've had this huge amount of lending, but the investor world suddenly now looks very, very differently on that risk. So these companies that have managed to limp along simply because rates were so long are now finding that their bonds are trading dramatically lower levels than they're used to. And their investors are now asking whether they will manage to continue to keep up the payments on them. So Edge, we've covered the risk of the U.S. oil and gas sector on the show this week. What other areas are particularly vulnerable? Yes. Yeah, so obviously we've had this what one contactor called a punch to the gut for U.S. upstream oil and gas companies from the price war between Saudi Arabia and Russia. But beyond that, there is a much broader concern in the market. The broadest concern is simply that we're entering a recession now, a possible global recession. But there's specific concerns around sectors that are most exposed to cancellations of flights and other travel, disruptions to supply chains, which we've seen because of the coronavirus, and consumers just not going out and spending in the way that we're used to. So if we do see some defaults, what happens then, Edge? 
There's going to be a great sorting of companies, and you'll see the stronger companies will manage to refinance. They will actually take advantage of even lower interest rates that central banks are now offering. But the weaker credits are going to find themselves looking at the prospect of distress, and banks are going to be calling some of these loans that they've extended. We don't yet know the full extent of that. The fact that interest rates are so low will give more companies flexibility than we might have seen in other circumstances. But you have an awful lot of companies at the moment, which been seen by the market as relatively stable investment grade credits, which are suddenly in danger of tipping into junk territory. And some of those at the bottom of the existing junk rankings, if you like, are in danger of tipping into something far worse than that. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back next week for the latest business news. The FT News Briefing is produced by Amy Keene and me, Mark Filipino. Our editor is Amelia Mahasik. We also had help from Gavin Kalman and Michael Bruning. Hi, this is Matt and Sean from Two Black Guys with good credit from a local business to a global corporation. Partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash banking for business to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024. Here at Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources, uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellingcat.com.